Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. So this is Carl Fiedini. This is the Walk and Talk podcast. Today, we are doing something special. We are at Sally Mar Rooftop Bar in Midtown Tampa. Um, I have some guests. It's crazy. First time. It's awesome. Very excited. Uh, with us today, I have our host, Chef, Chef Jonathan Rodriguez. It's a uh, it's thank a you for... Yeah, thank you. And then, of course, I have... And by the way, uh, Chef Jonathan, El, uh, I'm going to say hermano, right? That's about right. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> I'm the Goyam brother of uh, <laughs> Chef Jeffrey uh, Schleschel. Yep, you got it. I, I'm so terrible with that. It's I'm like, okay. It yeah. rhymes with whistle. Yep. Whistle. Yep. Um, also, on the phone, uh, we have a call-in who's already on standby, and I want to make sure that everybody knows who it is. It's Chef Amy Sins out of uh, out of New Orleans. Thank you, and I want to thank everybody for uh, for for like taking part of this. This is really awesome. Thank you. It's our pleasure. So, did Amy, you there? I am here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So the first thing I want to do is um, I kind of want you know listen, uh, Jonathan, Chef Jonathan, really appreciate it. we commandeered the like the whole dining room. Like, yes, we you do. Know, um, those who are watching the video, you can see it's like the whole place is, is kind of ours. Uh, thank you for that. It's my pleasure, man. All right. Um, chef, tell me what you got going on right now. So what we got going on is, is that uh, Sally Mar has went to a different route as far as what we want to do for experience. Um, for us, we definitely are changing a lot going as far as brunches. Uh, brunches is where we want to kind of stick to for the Saturday and Sundays. Uh, due to the fact that we're um, in Midtown Tampa, it's not a lot going on in this area. It's on the western side of Tampa, so it's still growing, right? We're surrounded by a whole bunch of, you know, buildings and novel, you know, living units, and it's pretty cool because we have almost like that Midtown city life. So we try to give a, a difference to it. So right now we're putting in different music. We have live music going on on the weekends, Fridays and Saturdays. We're going to... Like I said, we're going to host brunch. Uh, we got lunch going. Um, you know, we're trying to really kick it off and uh, get the party going on the rooftop. Well, what's your favorite night? Is it uh, Latin night? So Latin night is uh, one of my favorite nights. We have the Cuban sons to come in and play, the bongos. And, uh, you know, they kill it, man. It just, you know, brings that beautiful uh, Miami flair into Midtown. So I just love it, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, they really enhance the environment and make Sally Mar for what it is. Um, but, you know, we can't forget those DJs, man, those, those, those DJs that work so hard, you know, in Tampa and they're really growing as DJs and want to get them into, you know, be in their first show or showcase them. Uh, so, you know, we got play people like DJ Block that he's in Tampa hardcore and, um, you know, a couple other DJs that we're trying to put into play. But this is the spot that we really want to engage, you know, those more midtown adventures and make sure people can come have fun. And real quick, too, so uh, you were out of town uh, last week, right? Yeah. You were where? In Indi- I was in Indiana, man. So, um, you know, I, I belong to a, a phenomenal management group called Salty Hospitality, and uh, we own about 174 
um, properties that we manage, and uh, it's phenomenal, man. It's a, a property that doesn't stop growing. Their management team is just, uh, they don't ever see, like, an end number. They just want to keep growing, keep growing. So they are actually took over the Indy Hotel, uh, beautiful, near uh, the Monument in downtown Indiana, Apulis, and, um, you know, it's just, it was a really cool adventure to go to. I went with my team, my bar supervisor, my trainer, um, for server, and, uh, you know, we got to go into the hotel and see for what it was, you know, and flip it, you know, and that's kind of what I do. I go into properties and see for where the needs are, flip it, engage into the property with uh, the changes that need to be made, make the uh, property revenue and make it worth money and, you know, go from there. History is made off from there. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, congratulations on the path that you're on right now. It's a, I know it's a something you've been waiting on a while. So, you know, God sure. bless for that. Um, Jeffrey. Yes, sir. So, or shall I say Chef Jeffrey. Um, so we're, uh, we're connected by a mutual friend, um, Coco, over at Corn. Uh, yep. And um, I want to thank her on this podcast for, you know, linking us up. You're a cool cat, man, and you do a lot of great things. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that, uh, that Jeff does um, he brings a lot of awareness to our industry. You know, one of the things we linked up on um, real fast was, you know, because I'm, I'm very, very forward on, you know, mental health issues and, and substance abuse challenges in the food uh, world, in our industry. And that doesn't just mean chefs. I mean, you're talking about salespeople, warehouse personnel, like everybody. It's, a, it's really, it's the whole, the whole thing. Community, right. Correct. So uh, we really link on that a lot. I know you do a lot of things with it. Why don't you do a quick intro on who you are? Sure. So my name is Jeffrey Schlissel. I'm the uh, owner and chef proprietor of the Bacon Cartel. I'm also a mental health advocate and recently now a farmer advocate. Um, we're, we moved over here uh, last year in reference to uh, my sister-in-law passed away from COVID. And we wanted to be closer to my brother-in-law and help raise the kids. And it gave me an option. You know, most people you look at when you have something going on and you're building a, a company you just started last year, which I was, and, you know, I was approached, hey, we need to move. You know, what do you do? And I, I could look at it one of two ways. I could look at it as a positive or a negative. And I, I chose to cho- choose that positive because it was an opportunity to come over to choose a different lifestyle from Miami and being on the East Coast to coming over here. I think more importantly for me, um, I looked at it as a, a change, and what we're going to do is going to be opening a uh, butcher shop slash market that's going to be only locally sourced from farmers. Hence, the reason why I became a farmer advocate is I didn't realize being a naive city guy, right? That's what most chefs are. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're mostly naive to what, what's going on. I would ask the farmers, and when I was asking them what, you know, being that naive person, I thought their questions or would be their answers would be, I, I fear vermin. No, it was losing their, their property, you losing their land. And I thought, well, that's really huge. And I just gained momentum. And I think one of the things of also, I was the, thank God, I'm the uh, past president of the local chapter of the Palm Beach Chefs Association, which is part of the American Culinary Federation. And those guys, we, for the last four years of my term, the two terms I did, we've raised, what, almost over $80,000 for either hurricane relief or uh, the Ukraine relief as well for the World Central Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, recently, as we all know, with this Hurricane Ian, uh, Ian coming through, uh, my focus has shifted to being more local. Um, and that's one of the reasons why my great friend Amy Sins, who's on the phone right now, she has this wonderful organization called Fill the Needs. And uh, I partnered with her and 12 other different chefs as well. So we're going to talk about that as well. Well, yeah. So, um, and that's, so I, I forgive me, Chef uh, Amy. Uh, I'd not, um, I didn't know you before, but I am on your uh, Facebook uh, thread now. And, and I'm really excited to, to work with you and the rest of the chefs and the rest of the farmers and everybody um, to try to help the gang down in uh, Southwest Florida, Southwest I mean, and that's really what the genesis of this uh, podcast is today is, is, is that, um, Amy, can you, um, 
Talk a little bit about your uh, 5013C and, and, and what you have going on and, and what we're, you know, between you and Jeff, if you can kind of touch on what we're doing with, uh, with our event and, and, you know, where we're going with it. Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. Absolutely. I kind of giggled whenever you uh, said chef all and we're all being polite with our very brief pause before we respond. Sure. We're the right chef you're asking. At least you're not but, throwing a six um, pan at me or something. You know, it's okay. <laughs> he, he says chef, but he looks right in my eyes. That's <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> oh God. Here. Starting. Oh no. So my organization is called Fill the Needs. I have been doing disaster relief since 2007. Uh, my my home was actually on the levee break of the 17th Street Canal during Hurricane Katrina. So if you watched any of that video footage, that helicopter with the tiny sandbags, they were dropping those tiny sandbags in my backyard. Um, and a group I had never met showed up and volunteered to help us. And... That one moment was the moment I decided I will pay this forward for as long as I can because strangers doing things for others and, you know, helping make someone's life during a very traumatic crisis better is is something I can really get behind. So since 2007, I've been managing major disaster relief efforts uh, in 2016, We did over 100,000 meals in 19 days for the flooding throughout South Louisiana. Uh, Each mission, uh, we get more efficient. And in November, we actually uh, switched from Rogue Gooder to an actual (laughs) nonprofit. So I realized that uh, I... I, I was I couldn't believe that people were giving me 18 wheelers of supplies just to just to Amy Sims and no one cared that I was not really a group to to make that shift. So we're still focused on the same mission. We just are now. Uh, what makes it really great is the fact that, um, you know, it's friend connect to another friend connect to another friend. It's it's a network. Right. Because, you know, uh, again, I met Jeff through uh, Coco. Right, uh, which is a, a mutual friend of ours, implicitly, sewn up with, with, and we're doing things. And you know, now Jeffrey, you know, hooks up, you know, uh, Amy Sins and uh, Carl Fiadini, and now we're hooking up with, you know, John. So, you know, at the end of the day, the the network is growing, but it's growing through something that is a little bit stronger than just like, you know, something you came across on post or something like that. It's it's definitely deeper, and I, and I think that's where a lot of the fire is going to come from. Not, you know what I mean? So between, yeah. So between your, between everybody's, you know, uh, reach on social media, but we're all speaking the same thing and we're all focused on the same goal. In this case is Southwest Florida. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we're going to do some, some damage. She's she's really being humble because she forgot about one instance really quick. And I don't know if you guys know this, but when the Afghanistan government fell, um, your organization, chef, Amy, what did you do? Uh, we immediately began uh, evacuations and keeping families safe and uh, working to reunite families. And uh, there was one family in particular that was separated before Afghanistan fell. The husband was out of town on business and his flight was canceled and he could not fly back into the country. And his wife and two little girls were alone in a chaotic environment And we were able to help keep them safe, navigate them. And the entire family was reunited in Germany. 
uh, on Father's Day. So it took almost a year. But how do you even, how do you do of, that? How do you how, how do you even? You have what? an exceptional person like Amy Sins at the helm. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, clearly, That's there's why. last name is Angel. <laughs> I just right. want you guys to understand. Right. That. Yeah. And I, whoever's listening to this, I really want you guys to understand. That, That's Chef Jonathan, by the way. Uh, Chef Jonathan, I apologize. <laughs> but um, this is absolutely beautiful because people think that chefs are just people that cook in the kitchen, and not realize that we definitely touch all areas. And um, like Jeff was saying, you know. You know, we look at the front lines of people and, you know, us chefs, you know, just look what Amy's doing, look what Jeffrey's doing, um, you know, what I even do, what you do, Carl. And it just, it just comes from a different world mindset when you're thinking, like, okay, I go to culinary school to be a chef. But I understand that the biggest thing we do is love and care and compassion yep. to everyone, right? Yeah. And I think I've, I've, I've have this quote that the restaurant is the soul of the community. Community and the chef is the heart of that community, right? Or that soul of the restaurant. Facts. And really facts. But, you know, you look at this, this butterfly effect of what we do. Um, and, and I'll give it for instance. Here's a story from yesterday. Amy sent me a text. She goes, do you have um, Mercy Chefs are feeding 20, wait, 26,000 meals a day, correct, Amy? That is correct. Right. So 26,000 meals a day in Southwest Florida right now. M- meanwhile, there's no electricity. Right. I mean, these guys are working... In the swans and gloves and sanitation and cl- and towels and I put a word out. Uh, I called you know my old bosses and stuff like that and see if I could get some stuff, but they were stuck in Miami. I was like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I'm two hours away, and lo and behold, this chef from the ACF, uh, his name is uh, Christopher Julie. He actually called me up. Now this is the guy that literally went through the hurricane himself in Benita Springs. Part of his country club was washed away. Not only that. He goes to me as I called up to find out if he was okay. He, and he's like, well, I'm okay. I just have survivor's guilt. And I haven't through it. And that was the end of it. And he goes, but I went into work. I found out the guy who mans my dishwashing machine, his entire house was washed out to sea. And you, you sit there and you hear these stories. And, you know, it's now very close to home because he's like a brother to me. And then to have him call me up, what do you need? I was dumbfounded. I, I literally was speechless. And I said, well, um, uh, a box of foil pans. And I went through the list. He goes, I'm walking around the club right now, and I'm just going to run it over to him. And I thought later on tonight, right then and there, took pictures and drove that stuff over to the chefs that were mercy chef over in that church. And, don't, and people don't realize there are so many people like Amy, like Christopher, that go under the radar that do these exceptional things for people that are really the heroes besides those first responders that are doing these things. And that I just have to like, you know, commend. Yeah. Commend. Not only that, I got to scream on top of Mount Everest and say that these are, incredible I mean, that's, um, you know, brass, uh, brass, brass. Yeah. And you know what? And, and, and we need more of that. We need more of that. Well, well, you know what? My opinion is this, I think it's out there and I think it's all over the place. I just don't think you hear about it. No, and I think I think we have a different rap. Chefs yeah. have a different rap because we are ornery, we are egotistical, we definitely have our our mindsets, and we definitely have our OCDs. But I don't. And, and when I'm talking people out looking in, I'm not talking about restaurant people because we all get it. We all jive. We all come from the. We're all out there that have never been in the restaurant industry under for the community. Uh, no clue. No. Well, they don't even, they, 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 Amy, uh, one second. They, they don't even understand what you do in the kitchen. Let alone. The, the, the endure 15 hour shift, let alone the community. You know what I mean? Like, for, for, forget, you know, a, a, a restaurant, um, you know, people like Amy, what she's doing with her 513C. They, they don't understand what it takes to, to, to get your belly full. And, and- it's, it's funny because, you know, and Chef Eric, Chef Jonathan will probably agree with me this. It's we do things for the community because we need to do things because sure. food for us is a love, it's a passion. That's absolutely true. And, and one of the, we have a group of that I'm on. On a, we'll get to the event that we're going to be. Uh, we have a new group that's been literally, it's so funny. It's called the Hospitality Unite Group. It's called HUG for short. And we were on this, this feed and we're trying to figure out what we need to do to help these victims, not only the victims of the restaurant people and also the farmers. Because, you know, like I said, we have a farmer that lost two heads of cattle. Right. It's huge. 200 uh, heads, yeah. 200 heads. Yeah, that was Dakin, Dakin, uh, Dakin Gary, Gary over here in, in uh, West Coast. In, 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 wow. in Arcadia. Yeah. So, you know, imagine you go That's out. Business upside down. Exactly. Contacted them. Oh Carl contacted gosh. them. They're actually listing on Monday. So, 
you, here's, here's a farmer that's giving back to his community. He's gone through a whirlwind of poop and he's now giving back to his community and he's still doing that as a family unit. But here's chefs from like West Virginia all the way down to Key West. Um, we've been talking and trying to figure out what we can do for the biggest bang for, to help the biggest amount of people. I got Chef Troy Schiller, Jim Fricci, Adam Brown, Angelo, or, I'm sorry for killing anybody's name. I, I should know this because my last name's Schlissel, but Angelo uh, Abrodello, these, these chefs have all gathered around that want to do an event, and we're looking for like November 14th to the 20th for restaurants and poppers and whoever else is, hotel people, whoever wants to donate part of the proceeds that week that they generate in revenue towards Amy's, um, not only Amy's, but 213C called Sharing Our Strengths, ChefsHelpingChefs.org. Where that's where the money's going to go to, and then we're going to distribute to Amy's charitable, who's an excellent dude, um, where we're going to do some stuff with him. Marvin, uh, yeah, so um, there's a farm here in Odessa in Tampa, uh, and it's, it's called Cahaba Clubs. And Marvin is a genuinely beautiful human being. He, he's one of the nicest people. I have ever encountered. I've known him since probably, I don't know, maybe 15 years plus, something like that. And, uh, and this is a cat, like dog. When my, my son was born, you know, we couldn't have the, my, my, my dog, okay? Like, I love my dog. And he took him. He took him in on the farm. Like, it was amazing. It was, anyway, the guy's a beautiful human being. And, you know, when he saw, so when the hurricane was going through and I noticed that, like, hey, Tampa, we... Because I'm up in Tampa, and I saw that we were avoiding a, a catastrophe. Huge, uh, right? And and I'm just like, oh my god, I do, right? Because I'm nobody. That's Who what am we I? probably said too, right? Yeah. And I I, I I strung together a graphic and I put it out on the social media, and basically it said, hey, look, I'm you know if anybody needs help putting a GoFundMe page together and I'll promote it on my channels and you know whatever, you know I'll do that. So um, a friend of mine, his name is uh, Chef um, Peter Curry up in Louisiana, he reached out and said, hey, man, one of my, um, and he's a good friend of mine, too, and he's like, hey, a good, a good friend of mine, we went to culinary school together, you know, way back when. He's a uh, mushroom grower now, and Stratoria. Stratoria, um, And he's like, do you think you would, you know, do something there? And I said, yeah, for sure. So I put, a, I put a thing together, GoFundMe, and uh, I put it out there. Um, we're sitting at about a bucks, which is really cool. It's only been not barely a week. I, I wasn't expecting really anything to come from that. Um, Marvin, he sees, he sees this and he calls me. He says, Hey man, he goes, Hey, I, let's, let's do a thing. He, he has a beautiful property, very event space, the whole nine yards. It just turns out that, uh, before the, before the hurricane and it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. Long and short, um, Marvin reaches out. He says, Hey, I, I want to get in touch with investment bankers. Uh, you know, all of the people who support, uh, the farm, you know, distributors, every, I want to do a whole big thing and let's like, just get, let's get these people money. Let's get them food. Let's, let's do something. Uh, that's, and I knew Jeff, Jeffrey, you were already out there kind of putting, yep. you know, on your side. So I said, Dan, let's, let's link, let's link this up. So to one of the events that we're going to have, we're going to have it at, at Cahaba club. And we're going to do, you know, at the end of the day, the, the money's got to go and the, and the, and the supplies and everything, it's going to go to where it needs to go. And man, that's the biggest effing deal i'm tired of i'm tired of like the i don't want to say it, but like i'm just i'm just tired of how uh some of these charities like it's 10 cents on the dollar goes to where it's supposed to go you know look that's great we want to get the money where it's got to go pure period. charity yeah let's yeah. get real charity right yeah and i feel like for our company like and for the world of food and beverage we never worry about a dime in our pocket when it comes to giving it to anybody it's a family i think we're the biggest family culture out there and I say that strongly because I can literally go to any restaurant and get the same love. How many times have you fed a homeless guy? Do you know what I'm that, saying? That's like, 100%. Yeah. Like, like, seriously. Like you, like, taking money out of your own pocket just to, to get To them. feed. Right. Yeah, that's my truth. point. Yeah. That's my point. And, and, and I think a lot of people forget that. And that's also what uh, the average non-restaurant you know, or food service person, they have no clue about that. You know, because that comes right out of the bottom line. You know what I mean? You're, you're helping people. All right. Go ahead, Amy. You know, like what are you saying? You know, we're helping people every day. And earlier you commented about, you know, love and care and compassion. And that is the soul of a chef. And, you know, people will ask me, well, how 
did you know how to do what you did in 2016? How did you know how to get people out of Afghanistan or to get supplies into Ukraine? Y'all, it's the same formula of leadership. You know, what we do as chefs, we are disciplined. We understand the brigade system. We know how to communicate. We're a little bit creative at times. We certainly all know how to navigate bureaucracy <laughs> if we've worked in any large organizations. And, but, you know, we have, as chefs, have skill sets that help us to be leaders and make us the leaders that we, we are. But it's not what we're thinking of every day because we're thinking about, you know, the food, the plate, the love, the ingredients. But there's so much more that goes into even creating that process and that meal. You know, it's right on the nose. Right on the nose. Amy, so what you consider is a diamond because we're used to pressure. And the more pressure we keep, keep, keep pressuring, it's the most beautiful diamond. So, Amy, you're a diamond. Jeff, you're a diamond. Everybody's Uh, a diamond. I don't think people, there's extraordinary people and then there's just incredible people. And, and, you know, Christopher and Tim Reicher and a couple of these guys and Rocco Paradiso that have actually gone through the hell that they've gone through and what those people are going down down there that are still going through. I mean, I was triggered when I saw all those boats smashed up because I'm actually a survivor of Hurricane Andrew in 92. So you have these people that, like Amy, she doesn't have to do any of this. She can just stay in her, her wheelhouse and do things there. But you heard her at the beginning. It's her wheelhouse because somebody, strangers came to her aid. And this is exactly like what I, when I started doing this for, for Ian and knowing that we were not going to get hit, I picked up the phone and started calling people and saying, what are we doing? And it's because I felt probably just as much as you, Chef Jonathan, and you, Carl, is – what can I do? Because you know what? We're damn skippy lucky that this didn't hit us. Oh, for sure. And I just mm-hmm. get scared because think about the people. We had the opportunity to evacuate. Yeah. But those people didn't. Right. And it's just, it was really breath, like breath sap when I saw Cape Coral. I mean, I had friends in Cape Coral. And, you know, that area got really bad for Myers. I mean, it's just, a lot of things are just not of the chances of making that turn, of making that rash decision like oh my gosh we're going to be in good settings and the way that this hurricane just impacted and just smacked us right in florida in an area that nobody was ready for right i think the and i love the mayor coming out and saying we're going to be rebuilding and rebuild stronger which is exactly what miami did and you have all these miami codes and and i'm not i'm only a builder on on tv i play a chef on in real life but the thing of it is, is that you, you have these instances where these great stories come out. And I, I, I'll tell you guys another story. A woman who um, made it to Pine Island, which was completely cut off. Um, it was only by boat you can get to it. And there's so much debris in the water. Um, they were following her because she, was, she hadn't heard from her father in almost a week. A week. And they actually followed her up to see her father for the first time. In a week. And there's stories like this that that tug on your heart but the same instance this is survival this is what we do but yet on the same token we we we're the first country in the world to go to the aid of others correct you know we're here as restaurant people because we need to make sure we feed people because that's the only way we know how to heal and what happens when you're sick you know what's strange you know you know what's strange what is so uh, i'm not a chef right however uh i've got 30 years of food service Right. Uh, I've got 10 years in the restaurants and 20 years on the, you know, uh, sales uh, distribution side with produce. Right. And I've worked with thousands of chefs over 20 years. And I love you guys, but you guys are pricks. Yes. We right. Are. Yes. And 100 percent, 100 percent pricks. I've been accosted by chef. Like I've gotten into fist fights with chefs. This is years ago, not now. I'm, I'm old, whatever, but years ago. The point is, as big of a, as, as horrible of a person as somebody who lives in the kitchen, that pirate life can be, the hearts are gigantic. And once you break through it, it's, a whole, it's like a flower inside of a cave. You know what I mean? Right. 
And hibiscus flower or could be hibiscus. Or rose. It could it be, should uh, be hibiscus. It should be hibiscus. Better, yeah. What's the other? Yeah. What's the one? Uh, the the looks like a bird. Uh, the birds of, birds of paradise. Birds of paradise. It could be that. Paradise. Yeah. It could be that. <laughs> that's actually my favorite flower, but I don't want to you know tell everybody that. Yeah, that's all right. It's Everybody's okay. gonna hear it now. Birds, <laughs> man. Uh, my oh, she did. Come on, Amy. No, she did. <laughs> no, <laughs> she did. I have I'm the picture. Amy, you're really amazing. Did you I don't got nothing else for you. You're amazing already. So, were they? They're so, endangered, right? Two if of I'm not mistaken. They were endangered species birds. Okay. Were they chicken hawks? And there were 275 <laughs> of these birds. Oh my god! And my guy went out, and he was like, "Yeah, birds are creepy." Because these birds talk to you too, because some of them speak. And one of the birds pretty much told him to f off when he put the bird in the box. Must have been a chef. Bird. That bird was a chef. And and like, chicken hawk chef. I, I, I joked. I said this is like our our like mascot for chefs. Like we don't care that you're helping us. Just. You know, this is what get out of my way. I mean, Amy, imagine you had like Foghorn Leghorn. No, imagine at 500 covers, right? You get three people down, and but you got your bird on your shoulder, and he's like, you know, know. a little blue macaw, a little blue macaw on the left. It's a party. I told our, our, our partner, Brian, who did that rescue, I said, I, I know it was rough on you, but boy, that story made my day today. That is going to keep me going. I, I got to give you another funny story. So this is we're in the birth situation. I know this is going to be off topic, but I was driving yesterday and I'm on my way here, you know, and I, I'm, I'm originally from New York, you know, coming from New York to Florida. You know, I, I see some crazy things in New York, but oh, my gosh, doesn't beat Florida. I was literally driving on the highway, on my way to work. And I'm like looking and I'm like, is that a bird like outside somebody's arm? And I couldn't believe it. This person had a cockatoo on their arm and they were driving and I got pictures to prove this. But I was like, am I gonna be that guy that when that bird hits my window and I have to hit the windshield wipers wow. and that bird's just slinging from side to side like what you, what you don't know he's got a, what you don't know he's got a gator on a leash too right oh like there's gosh. a gator on a leash like a dog we got dogs here what is going on with this reptiles like, well, like, better yet he was actually thinking of a recipe that he could use I was cockatoo, saying, let's be honest it's definitely gonna be a sous vide cockatoo right. that's exactly what's gonna happen who needs a uh, what do we Poussin Poussin we have Poussin yeah, yeah okay fun a little confit That was amazing. But I mean, you know, I I feel very fortunate. Like this is such a great opportunity for all of us and for you guys to speak out. You know, you guys are doing immaculate things, you know, for my for me being in the kitchen and, you know, seeing things, you know, it just makes me more prouder, you know, between you, Amy and Jeffrey to what the things you guys are actually doing, you know, and it's just I'm really, really engaged and really love my culture of culinary even harder. Because, you know, like I said, nobody nobody just stops in the kitchen, you no. know? And that's the best part. Nobody stops in the kitchen. Everybody speaks food, but not everybody loves the same. And when, you know, you think about it and you look at it at a peripheral and you say, my gosh, you know, look at us where we are today when we first walked in the kitchen, you know? I was a dishwasher, man. You know, and it was just, it took a little bit of the, of the banging and the noise in that brigade, like Amy was saying, for me to even say, you know what, I want to be part of that. And I never left it since. And it's almost like one big gang of family, you know? You know, so this this is remarkable. It's it's so motivating. It's so endurance to the blood. You know, Amy, I, I, I don't even, I can't even give you what you are because there's no other word than A what saint. you are. God bless you for the things that you're doing because, you know, People like you is the reason why people get to move on and keep growing in lifestyles, <laughs> you know? And it's, I don't even know you, but I really love you. So I'm just saying. And, well, and what we're doing is we're, we're keeping that, that, like you said, butterfly effect going. Because for every person that we help, I mean, I, one of the families we helped in Afghanistan asked how they could write a check or send money to help people in Florida. And I almost broke down in tears. And I was like, they're still struggling, but this is what they wanted to do because when you help a neighbor or a stranger, that that 
it just keeps carrying on and they're going to give back. So we're just keeping that circle going and that and impacting people. What we're decisions we're making, the bottles of water we're giving right now, we may not really feel it, but who knows 10 years from now, what we did today could have truly changed someone's life. I, I think community in, in our, where we are in today's world, um, community i think is is the most important thing i don't care what side of a political spectrum anybody i think there's more people in the middle than there is on the fringes and i believe that you know at this at this point i feel like that i feel like the the masses of normal people need to start getting out there again and being normal i feel like it needs to be something where Hey, you know what? Those people need help. I, I should help them. And you know, when you do that, that's where that butterfly effect comes through. Correct. You know, I, I think I think also part of the problem is that we have been so um, cooped up because of COVID. I mean, we've we've literally our society, our the world has gone through a poop show. I mean, we we closed down March seventeenth of twenty twenty. We open back up, and then we have all these social media aspects, and we have Karens and you know, Ken's coming out of the woodworks and, and you especially can tell by the haircut. By right. The way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There we go. But it, one of those things is that if people realized that, you know, the grand scheme of things, if we actually helped one another, if we actually took a second to help that homeless person out sure. and not judge that person and look at people in a different limelight, I think this would be so much of a better world to be for us. You know, let me tell you a quick story real fast. So, uh, you know, I'm no, again, I'm nobody in terms of like, nobody knows me, whatever. Right. And I, this is probably 10, eight, 10 years ago. I felt I was compelled one day out of nowhere. I was, I was in a quiet place and in my mind shot a image. I used to keep, I don't do it anymore, but I used to keep like, you know, 50 bucks in the glove box or whatever. Right. And, uh, I had an image fast, boom, where I, I, in a split second, I saw the money, and I saw the in my mind's eye the some sort of a homeless person, and and I was like, whoa, what is this? This this is that, and I, and I let it go. I forgot about it. I don't know, a week or two later, whenever down the road later, I'm, I'm on the way home. It's traffic. This is South Florida. This is like 441, and like Griffin Road. Oh, yeah, the traffic. Yeah, horrible. Gotcha. Terrible. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah. so I'm, I'm driving, and I. Uh, I'm this bumper to bumper, and I look to the left, and in the in the median is this uh, homeless guy, and I really and, and I've, I'm a different person now, but I genuinely didn't appreciate these people, and I don't mean it to say like these people, but like I just so I looked at him. Immediately, I remembered this this uh, thing that flashed in my eyes, and I was like, "Are you kidding? I have to give this guy the money in my glove box? Are you serious? I was mad." I was mad. And by the time I realized what was going on, I was already past the light. It took me 15 minutes to turn around to go find that guy. Well, he, moved, he walked himself into the, uh, the gas station that's right over there on the corner. I was so upset. I got to tell you this. I was so mad. I drove, like, aggressively at <laughs> Oh, my God. At him to give him money, right? I was compelled to do this. I, just, I can't say it another way. And he saw me coming, and he was nervous. And I was like, and I'm waving him down through the, through the front window. I'm like, no, come here. I'm like, come over here. Come over here. I was pissed. I, I can't explain it a different way. So he comes over to the window, and he's like, I, he's, what's up, man? Are you okay? I'm like, I was like, I said, here. I didn't even look to see how much was there. It could have been, been $1,000. I don't know. I grabbed it, and I said, I never do this. Here, take this. And he's like, well, thank you. He's like, well, God bless. I said, I said, you need to tell me, I have to ask, for my own edification, why are you like this? Now, this, I'm getting to a point. He said, why are you like this? I said, he says, well, I'm a, I'm a chef. I was a chef. And this is like, this is now he hit me right in, the, right in the heart. He's like, I'm a chef. Drugs, alcohol, ugh. Everything that we all know that happens in our industry, yeah. this cat went through...
Walk and Talk podcast now sweetened by Noble Citrus. Bite into a juicy crunch tangerine. 40 years perfected. Seedless and oh so tasty. Or savor a starburst pomelo. The giant citrus with a unique zing. Don't miss autumn honey tangerines. Big and easy to peel. Noble. Generations of citrus expertise. Delivering exceptional flavor year-round. Taste the difference with Noble Citrus. saved yeah they yeah. get saved you just He's, never know man i said to the and I, you know what my whole everything changed i was just like dude wow i, I you know what uh, you know eat please eat i said if nothing else i don't care what you do with this please eat something the moral of this is you know we got to get out of our own eyeballs because you know the things that we come we we judge people we judge things and there's a lot of too much judging and we need to take that out of our eyes and just fucking, excuse me, just help people. I was, and I'm the one that said no cursing. So, so um, I said, he's just, very passionate, ladies and gentlemen. Just the truth. He's I very said, passionate. Just, just help people. Three chefs and the only guy that said God, something. The non-chef <laughs> drops the f bomb. I am. But I did pretty good. It's been yeah, like, I'm very proud of you. It's been like very 30 proud. minutes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have to done anything. Yeah. Carl, I would tell you, you know, I teach this to my kids and. Um, you know, I tell them, I say, you know, and, and that's a heartfelt story because you learn to give at your hardest moments, not your earliest moments. You learn to give at your hardest moments when you're suffering or you're feeling on the blue or you're feeling like somebody's not there to give. That's when you actually start giving. We don't wake up to say, oh, we're going to naturally give to somebody. Or, or you have an instance like Chef Amy who somebody gave or her. Something, and somebody, it's almost like passing a baton of blessing. Right. Yeah. And then you feel compelled not realizing to. that you gave it to a person like Amy and she exploded it bigger than normal. You know, and that's an opportunity for you know, anyone to say that we make chances not just by choice but almost by heartful decisions. And we should never do that. We should make our chances by the moment that we get at that moment. Straight off. Well, I think a lot of times, too, chefs in the industry have gone through some, some real deep, dark stuff. I've lost friends. Yeah. I've lost friends, man. Yeah. yeah. I've lost friends that I grew up as a cook, worked their way up, worked their way up as chefs, won yeah. Michelins, yep. and took their lives. Yep. It's crazy. Like People could only know what or how are the hours we live. You know, I'm going two and a half weeks in working, bro. You know, and I'm same as you guys, nonstop, right? Yep. We are not eight to five yep. at all. Well, it's I, crazy. It's funny because I actually reached out to Amy and being the mental health advocate I am, I actually said to her, I'm like, no, seriously, how are you doing? Exactly. You know, and that's, I think we need to do that a lot more with a lot of our chef friends. Uh, and now that you're part of my family, I'll be reaching out to you and saying, Likewise. have you taken a day off yet? I'll come and work a shift for you. I don't care. <laughs> Um, and don't, I think don't, that's important. Don't put it out there, bro. Don't put it out there. You'll be well, no, tonight. I'm talking about him. You're there tonight. I can't. I have to go. I have to go tonight. I, I, I got, love I got, to go home right now. <laughs> I stubbed my toe. <laughs> Amy, he's doing an overnight. But as chefs, we we in that we're not listening to our bodies because we're putting so much wear and tear on our bodies. But our bodies know when we need a break. We're just not giving it. Tell him, Carl. Tell him, Carl. Hey, listen. Tell him, Carl. I, you don't have to tell me. I, tell him where me you were the last couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hospital. Mm. <laughs> it happens, Amy. It happens. You know what? We're still here, baby. Mm-hmm. We're still talking. Nope. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things. I mean, during Hurricane Ian, when it was bearing down to the state of Florida, I was actually in New Hampshire. Oh, my gosh. Um, Monday, I was at Harvard watching a presentation, and one of the best chefs, uh, James Beard, award-winning chef, uh, I watched him present and got back to my hotel room, and my flight was canceled, ironically enough, into, into Tampa. And that was a struggle. I mean, it was a trigger point. I have a nine-year-old daughter. I needed to be home for her. And it, it, it was, what am I going to do? It was completely out of my hands. And as a father, and as somebody who you were relying upon air transportation you're relying upon other people and that's the biggest thing for sure mm. holy crap we lose control not like you with the f-bomb um well, but yeah. you 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 kind of 
kind of refocused and I woke up the next morning and God, you know, thank God I was able to get out to be with my daughter. I mean, I, that was one of the biggest things is if this thing hits Tampa and I'm not home, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to live with myself for the rest of my life. And those are, you know, those are precursors because you have to understand the balance of work-life balance. And I think then, as Amy pointed out, we don't find it. And we have to have that support group that says, hey, hold up, time out, Chef Jonathan. When's the last time you took a day off? Why are you in the hospital? You know, that kind of thing. Or whatever it might be that we can help others. I think the, I think, so one of the, one of the pillars of what we're doing here on the show, on the Walk and Talk show, has from the beginning been to support and promote um, the industry. And it's, you know, obviously, listen, at the end of the day, chefs are like the fighter pilots, right? You guys are the, you know, flashy, you know, but it's not just about the chefs. It's, it is about the, you know, Hobart cat, you know, the dishwasher, the, the servers, um, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, every, farmer. the farmer, all, let me tell you something. So real quick to, to kind of like um, talk about Mar- like Marvin. Marvin's not a young guy. Nope. No, he's, a, he's in his 60s. And this cat works 10 times. 15 times harder than I could, I could do, I could even muster. And I, and I work. This cat is like nine o'clock at night. He's in out in the, on the farm, like fixing a pipe or something like that. It's like, how on earth are you even doing that? Like his quality shows. That's why I buy his product. Cause it means beautiful. True, true story. And I appreciate his that. Quality true. Absolutely true story, man. And I wouldn't buy it for anybody else. To be honest with you. Kalava club. I mean, they do an amazing, amazing job. And I've been using them in multiple restaurants. Mar- Mar- he's, and I will never stop using them. He's, he's the the we got to do a tour. I got to bring you over there. Oh yeah, you definitely need. Sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Need oh, in fact, well, wait. Actually, wait he'll just come out to the. Event. Yeah, we have, yeah, we're gonna. Have, okay, wait a minute, because you know we're getting we're getting into the uh, we're getting into the into the time here, because um, you, you have a restaurant to open here too, right? So, um, what I do want to say is. Uh, do we have, let's talk about the dates real quick. Yeah, so the dates between November 14th and November 20th, we're looking to do that whole restaurant week that we're going to, hopefully restaurants will kind of partner up with us and, and then donate part of their proceeds for that week of their revenue generated, obviously. And not only that, um, uh, I just got a call, Clunia at the park, which is going to be in Sebring, a uh, farmer is actually doing something down there, a farm-to-table dinner I was asked to go ahead and collaborate with them, and I'm definitely going to be doing that on the 28th of October. $65 ahead. So if somebody wants uh, more information, they can actually reach out to Carl or reach out to myself. We'll, we'll connect what's all your, that. What's an email or something? Uh, King, kingpin. <laughs> yes, the kingpin. Gangsta kingpin boogie. at baconcartel.com. It's, uh, when you run the bacon cartel, you have to be the kingpin or something. Wow. So it's kingpin bacon at baconcartel.com. Everybody's getting a pin. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow, 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 yeah. wow. Um, I do want to, um, uh, Mr. Willie, um, can you uh, put that uh, 813 tequila graphic up on the, on the screen, please? Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to, you know, uh, the sponsor for this hour is uh, 813 Tequila out of headquartered here in Clearwater, Florida. And they're just cool. Family-owned company, sm- like literally a small operation. Um, you know, Daryl and, and Arturo, those are the owners, like really great people. They literally, like the little engine that could, they just got into, uh, they came out during COVID and they just got into like Total Wines. It's a That's big, awesome. big, big deal. Yeah. And I'm trying to, you know, I, I want to help bring them into the, the food service. Aren't uh, they going to be doing like different zip codes for each state? They, well, do? they were, or but then, that? so long story short is um, it's going to be, as they, as they expand national, it's, it's going to be my tequila. My tequila versus eight one three or four zero seven or three zero five or whatever. So here, here's a small world. He doesn't know this, but the guy who sold bought me, or actually was my real estate agent to buy my house and he was looking for my site for my market. Frank is very good friends and is a partner with them as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. No kidding. <laughs> honest to God. As soon as you said eight one three, that's why I knew they were going to change each right. zip code I'll or get... area code. So, so I thought that was funny. We're probably not supposed to be giving out right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I tell you what. All right. Uh, we definitely need a, a New York, a New York one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> we, we got to represent, man. It's too confusing with Boca. It's five six one and five one six. And then you're going to get you get a seven eight six in there. <laughs> yeah, too. Like, that's oh, just what's great. That? Then you got to get that's our respirato. That's respirato. That's our respirato. Respirato, right? Yes. Whatever. So look, at the end of the day, great product. 
And I think we're going to be bringing that in here too, aren't we? We are definitely going to bring it into Sally Mar. That's great. Eight, one through to kill. Yeah, yeah, that's we're awesome. pushing it. So. We're helping the little guys. I'll, I'll bring it to New Orleans when I come out there in July, Chef, so you can have some, so you can enjoy All right. it. Perfect. Oh I was God. thinking my rest guys might want some uh, end of mission cocktails after this is over. You're not lying. No jokes. No jokes aside. Uh, yeah, definitely. We, yeah, whatever we need to do, the, those guys down there, and definitely hands down to Chef uh, Jay down there at Mercy Chefs, too. i got to give him a shout-out to them. Shout-out, so, Mercy Chef. Yeah, definitely 26,000 meals. Dude. Mercy, mercy me. That's a lot. They probably got bad-ass knives over there. <laughs> wow. All right. It's good. All right, so listen. We're going to uh, we're going to wrap it up. Willie's going to you know throw on the uh, the outro music there, and um, Amy, you're wonderful. Yeah. I sincerely can't wait to meet you in person. Likewise. And yeah, like and and I hope it you know with the event. I hope you're are you going to be able to make it down here? Probably not. She's probably I'm coordinating. Gonna... <laughs> you have a place to stay know. at Casa okay. de Schlissel, so you don't have to worry about the hotel. Or Jonathan can put you up here, so whatever. You got places we'll, to stay. We'll, we'll figure something out real yeah, quick for you. Yeah, definitely. You just you just let me know, and we'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. An attempt. We'll make it happen. Awesome. You got enough awesome. family here to put you up. <laughs> All right, terrific. Um, when I put this out, uh, obviously I'm going to put links for everybody's stuff in the description and everything. Um, Jonathan, I'm going to say chef times uh, three. times three. Um, <laughs> Amy, Amy sins. Uh, Jeffrey Schlissel. There you go. See that? I'm yeah, getting, I'm I got bravo, it. Bravo. Jonathan Rodriguez. Willie Bedix over there working the board, man. I, you're amazing, dude. I appreciate you a lot. I got to tell you that. Um, wow. Anybody, Amy, you have something to say on the take us out, Amy? All right. Well, if you want to see what we're doing, follow us at uh, fillthenees.org, at fillthenees.org on social media. And our Facebook group is Rocket Rolling. You can that are happening in the moment. Perfect. I'll make sure that word gets out there. Have a wonderful day, guys. Um, thanks for having us, uh, Chef Jonathan. Thank you, man. Well, Thank you, it. Sally Mar. Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.